0: Good evening, everyone. How are you guys doing? What's going on? Welcome to episode 27 of Merchants of Novigrad, a week podcast, where we discuss everything went Today with me, back among the living after missing the last episode, the prodigal son, Hesser Tavern. And as you guys can see, once again, we guy. have a very unique guest for the first time in this kind of format, holding the key to all the leaks, the community <laughs> manager with CD Project Red, Anna Zielinska. How are you guys doing?
1: Hi, pretty good (laughs) doing good doing good glad to be back
0: before we get into it as always a couple of words for our viewers guys if you have any questions you can ask them in chat hesser as usual has been charged with the task of collecting the more interesting ones and we'll try to answer them as we go also if you'd like to stay in touch off stream you can follow us on twitter at novica podcast and as always this episode is going to be uploaded on youtube spotify and a number of other platforms Either tonight or tomorrow. And with that being said, it's time for the first segment of this podcast, which is "What have you been up to?" And Anna, we are gonna start with you. How are you doing? Pretty good. <laughs> I'm still
2: enjoying the the rest of freedom that I have left. <laughs> Trying to catch some sun when it's still up. Uh, and right now, I'm doing a podcast, apparently. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so, I'm ready the so is the rumor that you are doing the podcast, um, just to follow up on, on, on the first question, uh, you know, the last couple of months, at, according to many people, must have been really stressful for you guys, so uh, how, how is the team, Gwen team doing, how is the atmosphere at the, at the virtual office, I should say? Oh,
2: we're doing pretty good, generally, like. Things are still going on. We're still working on our projects. We're still trying to bring you guys the best that we can. And, you know, just keeping as close as we can in the conditions of just not being able to meet in the office.
0: Alrighty, and, and, and just to close uh, this part of the segment, uh, you've been with uh, the company for a while. Have you gotten used to us to ask the pesky content creators and community <laughs> members asking really weird and, and boundary pushing questions? I'm still meeting all of you. Like I'm
2: pretty sure that I haven't met most of the content creators out there, but I'm happy to. Uh, so you can write to me if you wanna talk. Um, and when it comes to boundary pushing questions, we always try to answer the questions that we can. <laughs> So, always
0: happy to. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And speaking of content creators, Hesser, you've been creating some content again.
1: Yeah, that's right. Back in streaming. Finally, I managed to find some uh, free spots in my schedule. This is connected with the coronavirus, apparently, and with the lockdown because I'm getting uh, less demand of my services on the market. So, I have less classes, actually, less work on that. So, I managed to come back on Twitch. Uh, which I'm happy about, actually, because I can meet some old friends and um, talk to them. You know, discuss what is going on in in the meta, in Gwent, in some other aspects of their lives. So I'm pretty happy about that, and hopefully this is going to continue. I have like uh, you know flashbacks from last year because it was exactly the same. I was overloaded with work, and then something happened, and I went into, uh, on Twitch and started streaming again. And basically the same thing is happening this year. It's right? so it's like. Uh, 20k20, uh, 2k20 uh, volume two basically, but I, I don't complain.
0: It's alright. Yeah, when you when you said that something happened, you obviously mean the first Gwent open of the year that completely motivated you to stream again, right? <laughs> yeah,
1: sort of, sort of.
0: <laughs> and speaking of that let's move to the next segment which is what's happening in Gwent and there is a lot of things happening so we are really happy that Anna is here to answer all our questions. Uh, Maybe let's start with the uh, changes to the development schedule. Uh, This news has been received you know with an overwhelmingly positive reaction everyone was like finally. (laughs) So um, my question is Incidentally, this new development schedule looks really, really similar to what we knew in Open Beta. So can you elaborate on how this new schedule came to be? What's the reasoning behind it?
2: Yeah. So honestly, uh, for a while now, um, we've been looking at options of actually making Gwent have more changes in it, have less stale meta, and generally to shake up things a bit from time to time. So it's not just like one content dump once in a while. And then it's it's just solved and it's done for the next couple of months. So I started testing the waters some time ago with the single card drops uh, like Alzur or Madoc. And they were actually like received positively. Uh, so we went ahead with the now 12 cards drop of the of the old leaders uh which has been positively taken and generally people started crafting a lot of things they were happy that the old new faces came back and and what have been used on them and uh, so this was the direction that we're going in and also uh, generally the entire model of bringing the expansions to people has been sort of a staple of this industry of just card game industry uh, it's very similar to what's happening in hearthstone it's very similar to what's happening in magic generally you just put out an expansion and that's it but the thing is that uh it had its source uh in actually printed games so like Yu-Gi-Oh, magic pokemon you had to you couldn't just printed once in a in like a month or something like that and distributed because it absolutely would outmatch the cost of it. But with digital card games we can do something something different. And that's why we tested if that's something different is actually going to go well with people. And since you seem to like it, that's how it's gonna be for now.
0: I think I think a lot of people like it because uh one I, I remember that was not too long ago. McBeard was hosted by a number of former Gwen content creators, like Merchant and, and, and Life Coach, and people were like, Oh, Gwen's amazing. I, I love the new content, but the problem is after a month it gets stale and then you have to wait another five months before you get anything new. So going Yeah, yeah, exactly. So sort of going back to the uh, beta model, I think it's just amazing. A lot of people are gonna like that.
2: Yeah, the thing is that uh, the amount of content overall is not going to change really, it's just the pace of it, how often it's actually being introduced to the game is going to change. It's going to just be spread out over a longer amount of time, so it can actually be more fun,
0: so you can actually test out more things. it's, It's always about the quality above quantity. Right, because if you look at past expansions, okay, we would we would get 100 cards, maybe maybe less than 100 cards, but some of them would never see the light of day. But for example, when I look at at this last batch, 12 cards, just look at the ability text, how freaking long it is. You know, you are in for a ride. (laughs) The complexity of your cards is absolutely amazing.
2: Yeah, and and we don't really have, uh, we don't make any more. Like vanilla cards, cards that actually do not do anything, that are just blank, that you could use in again comparing in other games to like the regular draft that they have, stuff like that, just fillers for your deck. So we're trying to make them count. Right
0: on.
1: Yeah, really refreshing one for sure. And I see, I think that most of the cards uh, have seen play. And people were experimenting and found out obviously the most competitive options for themselves. But I think that people are going to keep experimenting still, and it's been it's been definitely great. But uh, with new cards dropping in smaller batches, uh, some partners uh, tend to ask, "What about the reveal campaign?" For example, and. Uh, that was effectively the only perk, one of the very few perks of being a Gwent partner. And uh, what is going to happen to that, actually? Because a lot of people were hoping on you know, revealing the cards. It's always been a great part of uh, the new expansion and the revealing campaign.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this is going to stay. It's not going anywhere. Uh, like I said, the, basically, the content of it uh, the amount is still going to be the same, it's just the timing of it that is going to be different. So still, those content creators, those client partners will get cards to be revealed, it's just that uh, maybe it's going to be in a different time window.
0: All right, but right. they're
2: still absolutely going to stay there.
0: And speaking of the partners program, are there any changes planned? Because, uh, you know, other than the short-lived initiatives like Partners Open, the program is widely regarded as dead. Uh, I know it sounds very negative, but I've I've heard it from many content creators, they tend to basically mute the partner server because there's nothing happening, only pictures of frogs as of recent. So Mm -hmm. a lot of people are wondering, is something going to happen to the program to make it more appealing and to make us proud of being partners?
2: Yeah, so generally uh, there were the partner opens in the past and this is something that we also want to continue and do in the future. Uh, So this is in the works, I can tell you that for sure. Uh, The thing about the partners and making something more concrete for them uh, and the Discord server being spammed all the time, the thing is that there's a lot of them and so uh, for now Uh, What we have for partners are those card drops, uh, the tournaments that we're going to continue and the partner card pack. Uh, But since uh, there really is a growing number of partners and there's only going to be more of them, uh, there isn't infinite that we can do.
0: And uh, have you guys thought about maybe looking, like having a hard look at all the partners and? and just try to determine who's not playing Gwen anymore, who's not producing Gwen content anymore, and maybe trying to limit the number of partners.
2: This wasn't something that we had planned for now. Currently, we're, we're happy to welcome people. Uh, we're not really triaging as in how much content they are producing, uh, but we're also not promising that we're gonna do who knows how much generally we are happy to have people as our partners we're happy to promote their content from time to time to welcome them to our tournaments to give them some contents from us um but this is that's pretty much it
1: (laughs) well i like my card my partner card back so it's it's fine for me (laughs) i actually don't
0: know how i feel about the card the card back because every every time i use it i have the feeling that my opponent is just Try harding even more. Sniping. <laughs> no, 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 they're like simply like, Oh, this guy's a partner. I, I need to get my shit together. I need to beat his ass. You
2: have found the difficulty setting in Gwent.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, actually that's that's correct. But um hardcore mode. <laughs> There's one thing regarding partners that I wanted to ask about, because you said that you don't have infinite resources, there's only as much as you can do for partners, which is understandable, but what about the highlighted partner of of, of the week? Uh, is, is this going to make a comeback maybe? Where you just promoted a partner I, on your social media?
2: I don't have info about it. Generally, like I said, we want it to be welcoming. We don't want to give too many restrictions on it. If you just want to be a Gwent partner, there is a certain set of requirements and that's it. But for sure, if we'll come up with something new, if there will be some new initiative, you're going to hear about it.
1: All right, and uh, is it possible to to apply as of yet? Because I know yeah. some people applied actually, they didn't receive like any, any info. Yeah, it's, that... it's
2: still open for applying. It's just that the process can sometimes take long. All right, all right. There's quite a lot of applications and just going and checking through all of them, it, it just takes time. Yeah,
1: obviously. obviously. Uh, okay, so this is going to give them hope.
0: <laughs> there is still hope, yeah, guys. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Actually, this is maybe another question, this is more of a uh, suggestion really. Uh, have, you, have you thought um, of maybe making some assets available to the partners? For example, the partners would like to revamp their, uh, their layout and they would like to use some Gwent assets. Have you thought about making them available? For example, we yeah, transitions or or just some some visual assets that they could use on their own stream or on their YouTube channels.
2: Not for now, for sure. Uh, it's it's not something that we have in the works. All right. Man,
1: those those on site transi- transitions are always you know looking so good. Oh yeah, we have, them.
2: We, have, we have a team that is dedicated to it and they are yeah. working, they are putting quite some
0: work in them. I really like the current approach when it comes to transitions because I remember stalking Pavel about that and saying, dude, I really want this transition, can I get it? And he was like, nope, this is our company policy, we are not making them available. If you somehow rip it off from our videos, that's fine. And this is exactly what I did, <laughs> I hired energy from team Bandy Gang. gang was like yeah i can do it and apparently <laughs> that's completely fine but getting them from you guys i i really like how cons- you know consequent you are in, in in your policies this is not what we're doing it's not gonna happen and no matter how, wh- who i asked the answer was always nope stop asking us it's not gonna happen
1: <laughs> it's weisenberg again go away dude <laughs>
2: That didn't stop you from trying to trick me, but no, <laughs> there is a policy. It is consistent.
1: <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, we have a we have one question in chat. Actually, uh, we could like uh, put it in between the the questions we have. Um, will we ever get a uh, good luck, have fun, emote or something like that? It doesn't even need to be you know uh, voiced or something like that. Just you know to to show our good manners and wish uh some you know good vibes set up some good that's vibes
2: that's an interesting thought i can share it with the team i i cannot tell you if it's going to happen but i can tell you that i can
0: i can just pass the idea on all right there we go nice i mean positive vibes and gwentons it's not gonna happen you know that <laughs> even the positive... oh, come on, a gg
1: <laughs> yeah
0: i mean this is something that I actually read today. Um, somebody on Reddit was complaining about BMing and people using emotes and somebody, somebody replied, the problem is not BMing. The problem is that even the positive ones are actually not so positive once you play them.
1: But it's always like that in card games or in any other games, you when know, with, with the emotes, it's like only the level of BMing there is like, but it's always a BM, but only the level differs.
0: I personally love them, by the way. <laughs> They're distinctive. Quite. Right. Actually, we can we can ask about that. Was it intentional? Like, did did you have that in mind that? Oh, there is this nice emotes, like, Well played. Let let's let's make something really really offensive for that one.
2: Oh, I don't think it was that way of thinking. I just think that. Um, so the Witcher world is a bit different than what we see in other card games, if we have yeah. to compare. Uh, it's less colorful. It's less cheerful. It has its grit. So uh, well, I cannot tell for sure, because I wasn't back there with the, with the team and with the process when they were coming up with the original emotes. Uh, but well, uh, they fit very well with the theme of the world and they fit very well with the characters that are saying them. So you just have like the general idea, like well played, for example, and then it's said in the words of that character. (laughs) The characters in that world just aren't very polite. That's the thing.
0: (laughs) Since we are on the topic and I I, I promise this is the last question about taunts because we really need to move on (laughs) with our own schedule. Uh, Demons take you. Jennifer, A lot of people were wondering where it has that gone. Uh
2: sorry? Can there, you there, there used
0: to be an emote back in the beta where Jennifer where was also kinda kinda a leader character. And one of the emotes said demons take you and it, it's it's no longer there. And people are just wondering where has it gone to? Uh
2: I, I have no idea, honestly. Uh we have a very dedicated uh, team that is working on uh, the emo- both like, creating the emotes and then voicing and generally giving the sound to them. Um, and I'm sure that they came up with uh, the best that they thought they can. And uh, apparently that old emote, for some reason, just didn't fit the vision for now. Or there, there just wasn't enough space for it. There was space for something else. Understandable. Maybe maybe in another reality, there is another set of emotes (laughs) for Jennifer, and and there is something else missing. And people are unhappy that there is something else missing. Exactly.
1: We just need to find that portal. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Although we hate them. We all do. (laughs) Moving on. All right. Yeah, well, we talked about the Gwen partner program, but there is also another one, the Faction Ambassador, right? And uh, mm-hmm. during his stream, Jason said that the Faction Ambassador program is receiving an overhaul. And could mm-hmm. you shed some more light on what we can expect?
2: Um, so generally, uh, it's currently in the works. Uh, we have a plan for it. Uh, it's, it has some strong points. Like, for example, first we need to check who still would like to continue being the Faction Ambassador. And we are also considering like, giving the community an option to actually vote for ambassadors. Uh, so this isn't fully settled on, uh, but it's going to be. Um, and uh, generally, it's going to change a bit, as in what we're going to expect from the faction ambassadors. Because for sure, we're going to expect more uh, consistent creation of content. But in turn, it's not necessarily going to have to be only of their faction.
1: All right. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Uh, reasonable approach. Yeah, because we have one faction ambassador missing, right? With uh, Magbeard. Mm-hmm. So definitely, we need another one. But yeah, the, the community voting is something that I think a lot of people had in mind as well. I think. Uh, Actually, are we I mean, I'm not sure
0: if that's a good idea, to be honest. Knowing the community. Oh, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, guys. That's one,
2: of, that's one of the options on the table. We're going yeah. to see how it's going to go, but this is something that we're just considering.
1: All right, all right. Any any other ambassadors apart from the faction ones? Maybe some you know, seasonal ambassadors or some like <laughs> <a> neutral ambassador? <laughs> I,
2: I see that thread every time. I think every week. That is he counting it in days or in weeks on, on Twitter? Because I don't remember. But yeah, I, I see it. It's it's not really a thing. I'm sorry. For now, it's not something that we, we talk about and we're planning to do. First, we would like to nail the the faction ambassador program uh, and start it see how
0: it goes, how we can do to make it better. And right. what's the timeline on, on on these changes or there's no timeline yet?
2: Uh, I There is no timeline yet. Like we, since we cannot really settle on some things about it, I'd rather not give any timelines to just not raise false expectations.
0: You said that there are things you can settle on. Are you implying that there are internal CDPR arguments about the Faction Ambassador program?
2: No, it's just choice. Like I just told you, that we can either make it a vote in the community or something else.
0: Alright, and... uh, There's one thing that we've recently seen uh, come back and that's this week in Gwent. So... um, Mm -hmm. As a community manager, what are your plans regarding communication with both content creators and the player base? Like we all know that Twig is a step in a good direction, we we, all, we are always happy to see Pavel talk about the game. Um, but uh, one of the major complaints as of late is, has been that uh, info- crucial information is only being shared after somebody inquired about it, right? After somebody tweeted, asked a question or, or maybe approached you guys personally and asked a question then we suddenly get information, but not really through your own channels like Twitter or or, or the website or the forums.
2: So I'm not really sure about what kind of questions and inquiries you have in mind, because like when something is happening, when there is like, I don't know, servers are down, or there is something with the seasons. Uh, something goes wrong. Something is new. Something is added. We're trying to communicate it. Uh, if it's small, uh, Twitch and uh, fuck. Uh, Twitter and Facebook are our main channels. But if it's something bigger, like for example patch notes, bigger announcements, uh, we also use our Blackwing website. Uh, so I'm I'm. Really curious about what what do you mean by those specifically inquired information? Uh,
0: a prime example of that is going to be um, lack of balance changes in January I think. We only learn about that um, after somebody asked Pavel on Twitter about that. There, there was nothing shared using the of your channels but somebody was like guys when is the patch coming and what can we expect and only then Pavel said oh yeah it's coming this Monday but there's no balance changes.
2: Okay, so this is talking a bit about announcing the announcement Uh, but I have good news for you uh, because uh, we have had talks recently about um, giving a bit more insight, not to details, but at least to, let's put it that way, manage expectations in before patches like that. So, for example, Twig, or um, if a dev stream is going to happen, those are the places where things like that uh, are, might be talked about. Um, so, yes, for sure, this is, uh, for this example, I can, I can say that it has been talked about and we're going to do something in the direction to be more let's say uh, proactive in this information but aside from that uh, generally we're right now trying to make more content uh, it's not only about being like proactive as in trying to find the content creators because like i mentioned mentioned before there's quite a lot of you Uh, We're happy to talk to you when you come to us, but it's hard to actually actively reach out to you. Um, But, you know, if it happens, we we end up with things like our podcast today, where I've been invited by you, so thank you for that. Uh, It's a a living proof that it can and will happen. Uh, But when it comes to not um, concrete people, from the community, but just the community in general. Uh, We have put on forums uh, some inquiries, for example, like what's the type of content you would like to see more. We're trying to find what is gathering more interest. Uh, We're introducing new initiatives, like, for example, the uh, did you know, which is going to be now a recurring thing uh, that we would like to do every week uh there's also going to be new articles coming out um for example uh a bit about what is going on inside of our team as in uh, the people behind the the game that you're doing uh, that you're playing and what they're doing in there Um, a sneak peek um you can expect in the near future an article about uh, the gwen's cards. sound design so yeah the things are moving and we're looking at just putting out more things out there
0: yeah and to give credit where it's due uh, i have to say i really like uh, the recent change of inviting more developers to the videos you guys are putting out for example recently we've seen uh, jean being one of in a couple of those videos uh so uh, is this something that we can also expect in the future? See more of the team in those videos providing different perspectives?
2: Yeah, for sure, this is something that we aim at. Maybe not always in videos, maybe sometimes it's going to be in the form of an article when you're going to have like a mini interview. Uh, we also don't want to make people to like, for example, appear we also need to respect our work schedule. Sometimes things are heated, so we cannot really uh, make them have time for us. But generally, we're going to try to show more of what's inside of this box called
0: Gwent out there. Um, there's a follow up question that I absolutely have to ask. You know, once mm-hmm. the things have settled and the, and, and the pandemic has calmed down a little bit, Round of Gwent, any plans to revive that? Like we, we, we witnessed Twig coming back, the question is, is Round of Gwent ever coming back?
2: Cannot say yes, cannot say no.
0: <laughs> I, <laughs> Too I, far to know, possible. I mean, that, that's, that's already enough. Like, you, you are giving us hope. <laughs>
2: no, <laughs> and I no remember that any show.
0: Any I remember that show and I remember um, one of those segments called Beyond the Frame oh god oh, yeah. that was so good was really good like Bo- boris narrating those all, all those cards and then you know explaining where they come from and what are they known for oh god i really i would pay for having it back really it's take my money
2: yeah uh i i cannot say about like the full format of beyond the frame but generally the aim is to bring parts of it in new ways but still, the the idea is the same, to just show how this works, what's behind it, and just expand on it.
0: All right. So we can expect something like the office tour that happened some time ago. Like, in, a <laughs> a oh, in, in
2: a way. There is an office right now. <laughs> I, I can show you my uh, room where I work. That's pretty much it. <laughs>
0: to make the cage cares. of gwent <laughs> 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 hmm? sorry the, I I said the cage of gwent <laughs> the, cage the cage of, of gwent, gwent. <laughs> Uh
1: Hasser. Uh yeah yeah speaking of twig actually and uh, yeah I wanted to ask as well is there is there going to be like uh, maybe someone else appearing for twig except for for buja or it's you don't have any plans for uh, that.
2: For now, we haven't talked about it. Also, it's like complicated because that would mean that well, we would have to either simulcast it or uh, have someone in the same spot, which is not very good option, not a very safe option. Uh, yeah. In general, for now, it's it's Bujas thing. Uh, just. Just let him have it. Let him let him make it his way and sure. see how it evolves.
1: <laughs> All right, awesome, awesome. Uh, but you know, uh, we realize that Bouja constantly like refuses to answer any balance-related questions from chat. <laughs> Could you tell mm-hmm. us why is that? And is it this? Is this an official policy? And is he hiding anything?
2: Yes, he's he's absolutely <laughs> hiding everything. Uh generally the, the truth is very simple. The thing is that uh he uh, as well as I uh we are a comps team. So we communicate things. We're the we're the voice of Gwen's, uh that works both ways. We give out info to the community, we take info from community and give it to the devs, but we do not design the changes. We do not know the direction in which it will go. And we do not do the balance of the cards. So it's not really our area of expertise and we do not really feel comfortable at all to make any comments on that.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's understandable because, uh, he used to do something like that, right in the past, like at the very beginning, it didn't Mm -hmm. necessarily end up well in all of the cases. So, yeah, I would say that's understandable. And I think the community really loves the videos with uh, with the devs, as, as Wesenberg mentioned here. So, yeah, it should be separated.
2: Yeah, generally, as, as, a, as people who do not have, uh, like, a lot of saying in how the cars are designed, how they are created, how they are balanced, it's not really like a good idea for us to talk about this. We do not want to mislead anyone. We do not want to uh, like give any false promises or or agree on anything if it's not going to be something that is going to be ultimately up to us to do. And, sure, I, and i sure. think
0: personally it's a good change because the rule of don't shoot the messenger has not been respected in the <laughs> win community it's always pavo why is this why is that this card sucks this cards op and Pavel's like i didn't make them
1: the pavo can defend himself very well
0: oh yeah definitely i we know from this show <laughs> um but you know speaking of of this yeah go on
2: no no i mean it's not great to shoot the messenger but i i understand it (laughs) i do not encourage it but i understand it
0: (laughs) but uh speaking of all these angry comments of the angry mob of reddit and not only reddit um you know quite often when you guys release new content there is always some voices saying oh this is op this is broken has anyone ever tested this card so we thought let's ask about that so can you tell us uh, how the testing phase looks like when it comes to new or reward cards? Who's involved? Um, you know, Yeah, who, sure. Just stuff like that. Like, how, how does it work, actually? Yeah, so
2: generally we have um, a team-wide... So the first thing is that we have very early uh, in the process of making the patch is the PTR of our team. So when when you have some free time, whatever position you're working at, just play with some people, like really play and see how it's going. And then that's why I said that we do not have a lot to say about the design of the cards, but we can like have some input in this process because of that testing. Uh, and so, if, if something is uh, not looking okay, um, it's, it's being told to the designers, it's being discussed, it's being bumped um, and we just bounce it off each other how it's going to go. Uh, but it's not only us, uh, it's also um, something that is called like a work console where we have just some people from the community uh, that are giving the option to just also join the PTR with us. And they can give us input about what they think about the changes, what they think about the balance, and what they propose. So there are two parts of it, to sum it up. like There is our internal testing, and then there is the testing of the part of the community.
0: Uh, and. Can we expect the PTR sessions to ever come back? I, I know that the answer is probably no. And, I, and we all know why. We all know that uh, leading to Iron Judgment, the content of the entire expansion was leaked onto one of the third-party websites. But I thought, let's ask, if there are any changes in plans regarding PTR and, and partners being involved.
2: I can only tell you that this is not something that is being talked about. So I would say
0: no. All right.
1: Yeah, fair point, fair point. Uh, All right, yeah, let's maybe move to something else. Uh, Let's move to the seasonal mode, because we've seen some changes recently. And um, we've seen that the seasonal mode uh, was suddenly, for example, replaced. And now there is a new plan of changing the seasonal mode every week, uh, which is kind of refreshing, I think, for the community, and people like Uh it. And um, can we expect more variety maybe and changes to the existing modes? Uh, Maybe some, you know, something more spicy, something else apart from the seasonal mode, maybe something connected with the draft mode. Uh,
2: So generally, uh, absolutely. There is going to be new seasonal modes that are going to be added to the roster. Uh, Even just because they change every week, there is this need that there is going to be more of them needed in there. Uh, so you can for sure expect something new popping up uh, now and then. Uh, and we're going to, uh, like, for example, most probably in patch notes, it's going to be mentioned that there's something new added for this month. Um, when it comes to drafts, uh, draft is still a thing in development and this is going to be having some changes to it, for sure. Uh, we know that people would like to have some kind of incentive to play it, and just anything basically to have so that they can play for. And we're working on introducing it, uh, while still keeping it, um, let's say, in this open phase for now. But this is going to, as soon as we have any more info, for sure, we're going to
1: share it with you.
0: All right, it's great to hear that. I actually have a follow-up question regarding uh, seasonal modes. And I'm not sure if you'll be able to answer that question. Um, quite often, a certain mode mode uh, benefits one faction more than others. Is this something that you guys always have in mind when designing the modes, or is just a happy little accident?
2: I don't know the answer to this question. All right, all right.
0: Like as I said, I I, I didn't expect you to. You know, you you are doing the comms, So uh, don't shoot the messenger once again. Don't don't complain about <laughs> I Noivgard mean... modes being replaced. <laughs>
2: Sometimes I can know something by accident, and by even more accident, I can share it. <laughs> but this isn't one of those cases. Okay.
0: Yeah, I, I, I was just wondering because, uh, for example, not too long ago there was this mode where I was ab- I was about to channel my inner usurper, get all the vulgafords, Shillard, like action, and just ruin everyone's day, and the mode got replaced. Come on, guys. <laughs>
2: it's gonna come back someday.
0: Um. Other than the modes, um, Draft, you said that you are considering some changes. Uh, Before these changes happen, will we see uh, the packages being updated?
2: Oh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, they are are being constantly reworked and uh, new ideas as to how to
0: approach them are tested.
2: So, yeah. yeah, I think it's, yeah, it's going to happen.
0: Yeah, it just came to mind because I remember playing Draft and getting Kurt in the uh, lock package after, right after him being changed not to lock anymore. <laughs> so that, that, that was kind of weird. <laughs> I imagine. Uh, moving on, uh, we've recently got the new annual tree, Happy Times. And it's been discussed on the roadmap tree, but uh, can you once again elaborate uh, why the change from the Chinese to a more European theme?
2: Actually, it's not a change to a more European theme because as far as I know, there isn't any year of the Great Oak in Europe, (laughs) Maybe I'm mistaken. Uh, It's a change to be more uh, of a thematic of of the Witcher world. World, because uh, we just wanted to have something that we can expand upon more and not be just, you know, restricted by a fact like a factual cultural restraints, right? Because when you take something that is just purely imaginative, you can do whatever you want to it, basically, well, with some boundaries, but still. Uh, And uh, yeah, this just lets us uh, have more fun with it, add more things to it, make it more interesting for people.
0: All right. And can we expect, what can we actually expect from the Year of the Great Oak in terms of trees and rewards? Because if you look at the Year of the Were Rat, uh, people were not really happy with how the board ended up looking like at the end of the year. So everyone, everyone's just hoping for some more stuff. What can you tell us about that?
2: I cannot give you any specifics. I can only tell you that there is going to be more things
0: added to it, but no no details. Yeah, obviously. But the, the tree is going to look a little bit more full than the one that they we're at. Uh,
2: this is generally what we're aiming at. Uh, I, yeah. I can tell you that in general, there will be some things added to the reward tree without details. <laughs> but yeah, for sure, it's going to be expanded.
0: It's a leak yes. of a leak. <laughs>
2: yes, it's a, it's a leak of a leak. Announcement Classic. of the leak of the leak.
0: <laughs> The
1: Witcher of the budget School. <laughs>
0: I just, like I just realized we are putting a lot of pressure on Pavel on this podcast. Just saying, I, I can tell you <laughs> something is coming in the future. was like shit. I wasn't ready to talk about that. Just stop doing this. I, I think he's going to be okay. <laughs> Actually, uh, quick, quick, question because I, I was, I was, uh, going to ask that during the Twix segment. Um, is is Pavel doing all right? Because a lot of people in the community have noticed that he looks somehow tired. Uh.
2: I think he's fine. He has his great indoor bike where he can go on his mm-hmm. virtual trips even when he doesn't want to go outside or cannot go outside. So that's pretty cool. Um I can tell you that he's still keeping his usual buja energy. Uh so it seems fine and dandy. I mean, I think that everyone can seem a bit tired at this point. Um but you,
0: you don't have to worry too much. All right, that's just good. Just the usual kind of worry. <laughs> just, just the usual. <laughs>
1: the usual kind of worry. <laughs> it's a
0: good one. Uh, moving on.
1: Yeah, so um, going back to the Jason stream as well, uh, Jason was saying that the journey will move from a written to more visual story, and um, many expected more than one image a week uh, is this what you guys had in mind when you announced the change? Is it like going to go in that direction? How is this going to evolve? It is,
2: it is for now because uh, we also have like two next journeys planned. We're also going to be changing that formula a bit uh, as for example, maybe it's not necessarily going to be about a leader uh but for sure uh we we are going to go back to the written form the thing is that right now the people that are responsible for writing those stories for you are also uh, involved in creating the new expansions okay. so the thing is that uh, right now their time is is kind of stretched and also devoted to some other responsibilities but you for sure, when, when we'll have them for a moment so they
0: can create some more stories for us, they're going to come back. This is actually massive. I'm not sure if you realize, but this is a massive leak. You just, you just told us that possibly in the future, the journey will not be about the leader, but about something else. Could be an event, I don't know. We can only speculate. Yeah. You just <laughs> announced that the written journey is coming back. Yeah. <laughs> and I was told not to expect any leaks. The the
2: Pooja God has been very <laughs> generous this
0: time, <laughs> nice. for which we are very thankful. Um, Answer: Do we have any more questions from chat in this segment? Because yeah, we are... actually
1: we could add some from from uh, from chat to that section here. There is a question about uh, the Yen's journey and uh, about the inspiration. Uh, was CDPR inspired by Netflix when they created Yen's Journey, or was it like? Uh, you know, only on-site work?
2: Um, I cannot answer that question because the thing is that uh, we have writers that are taking care of this. Still, even if those stories are not written, they still come up with the ideas for it. Uh, Because, for example, the thing is that all of the cards that you see in the game um, are also created by writers. They come up with the brief for the cards, they come up with how they fit in the story with the favorite text. So this is also part of their thing. And so I cannot really answer. Was it inspired by Netflix? Since I am not in the head of the writer that has came sure. up with it, but, but I think it was just a mix. <laughs> it's possible. Cannot say yes. Cannot say no.
0: Note to self, ask the writers. <laughs> yeah. Find them and ask them. (laughs) Yes.
1: All right. All right. We have also one more about proactivity and um, with the approach of the team being more proactive and creating the events. um, Is there a possibility, obviously, in the current situation with the coronavirus and stuff, it's going to be difficult, but are there any plans of creating future events outside of the game, but game or lore focused? Uh, you know, not only the, Uh for example, the tournaments.
2: I know what you mean. mean. Yes, there is such a possibility. And yes, uh, we were talking about something recently. Uh, The details are not set for now, so I cannot tell you what that is. But yes, yes, we're talking about things, events that are taking place also outside of the game itself. All right, that's a really
0: cool one as well. That, That has a sound to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no comment, I know, I know. <laughs> Anything else, Hesser?
1: Uh, well, uh, we can just add additional Blitz question about the faction, but we're gonna actually ask about it in the end, so we can skip it for now oh, and right. move to the competitive Gwent section.
0: Oh yeah, competitive Gwent, the favorite section of all of us. Uh, it's gonna be very short right now because uh, we've only had the qualifiers. When open has yet to happen even though i have one more question on the list that's actually not in, in the overview because there is something I, I learned about only today so hopefully you will be able to answer that but um there is um there is something that i been thinking about a lot and that's the tournament client um because many content creators have struggled with the um st- stability and reliability of the client and you know mm-hmm. the, the functionality also seems limited as you know because i i did talk to you a little bit about the, the way that the tournament client is supposed to work um yep. what's the current status on the project and can we expect any significant changes in the near future
2: uh well the thing is that i i do not know when but for sure there will be changes uh because we are aware that it's it's not perfect Uh, it's still being developed and it's still being fixed. Uh, it's, it's going to have new functionalities, uh, at some point the, the spectator mode is going to be available for all of the people that would like to spectate, not only the people that would be added by the admin, but there are no dates on that or something like that. I can only assure you that it's still in development.
0: Once again, that's a huge leak. Didn't expect this. <laughs> I, just, I just like how you are talking about that. as if It was the most obvious thing in the world. Oh, this is just happening, guys. And everyone's like, what? what, what? When did that happen? I,
2: mean, I told you, we're happy to answer the questions if we can answer the questions. Sometimes it happens that we can, even if it's a leak
1: guys we just have to bomb them with more questions i'm just going to drop the link here to the, to the forum and, and go for it guys
2: actually hmm. we, like, we like hearing what you would like to hear about and what kind of things and are you interested in really i mean i invite you to our forums and you can
1: find link in the chat
0: yeah. <laughs> it it kind of reminds me of the time when Jason was about to be on the podcast and, and we were very conservative with the questions and he was like, you can just add more spice. I'm going to talk, talk about that anyway. Yeah,
1: <laughs> Yeah, well, this is the privilege of being the game director, I guess. Is he can oh, do yeah. what he wants. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I, I actually did ask about that in our private conversation, whether or not it gave Anna and other community managers a little bit of a heart attack. You know all those jason streams where he just yolo explains everything that's happening
2: uh just really when there is it's there's like something really important
0: (laughs) we we talk about it first but do you actually have any influence on what he is going to say can you actually tell him jason maybe, maybe just wait a little bit
2: yeah for sure like We have uh, our channels where we talk uh, between him and the comms team. And yeah, if there is something that... he, It's it's also really not like Jason is just going to tell everything to everyone without any remorse. He really cares and he really talks to us if, if it's not interfering with our plans or something like that. So, yeah, he, he's for sure happy to share as much as he can, but he's also still considerate of us. And we, we just have discussions about what can be said. Obviously, it's not in like great detail, but as in major things that we would like to say or keep back for now are being um, mutually agreed.
0: All right. Um, There'll be some changes when it comes to competitive Gwent and and the caster team, but I think uh, Hester has more info about that.
1: Oh, yeah. So recently you've invited popular streamers to cast Gwent open qualifiers, which is a great change. Mm -hmm. I like it, the change to the roster as well. And could you shed some light on how the new casters were selected and if we will see any other changes as well uh, with the upcoming online tournaments?
2: Yeah, so right now we are actively looking at who was casting what in the past, who is a, a part of the community and who is active in this community. And we approach those people, would they like to also cast for us? Uh, generally, the idea is that we would like to rotate the casters that are uh, working with the op- at the opens and uh, just to keep it uh, a bit fresh a bit changing just to give chances to people so for sure it's it's still evolving and we're
0: still on the lookout
1: all right any info on who's gonna replace McBeard sad face
0: very sad face he's irreplaceable (laughs) how can you how can you ask this (laughs) but i don't know All right. I mean, I'm gonna put my tinfoil heart on, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that now that you said he's uh, irreplaceable, I'm gonna, I'm gonna think that he's staying, that he's still gonna cast. You're looking too deep. Ah, uh, you, you can never look too deep. We just, we always have to go deeper.
2: As as you wish. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going to find what you would like. <laughs>
0: All right, Um, moving on, today on Twig, um, Pavel said that the studio is ready, which kind of reminded me, uh, what can we expect from the studio presence this time around, when it comes to Gwent Open?
2: Um, We had some recent renovations, so things should just be better from the technical visual side, but that's the extent of it, what I know.
0: And are there gonna be uh, are there gonna be more people at the studio doing doing hosting analysis casting or is it gonna be the way it was during the last open like obviously I considering don't, everything I, going on
2: i don't have this info but i think it's it's going to be the same this is just my guess but because of all of the sanitary reasons and the situation just getting worse i don't think there would be any positive let's put it that way changes
0: in this direction to just bring in more people um actually i have another follow-up question that is linked to one of the previous questions about the new casters because um it just it just came to mind that um they are casting on their own streams have you thought about mm-hmm. producing it yourself so basically using the gwen open setup where everything is uh, streamed from the official cdpr channel um, I, I don't
2: have information about that, so
0: okay. I cannot really answer. Heser is smiling awkwardly.
1: <laughs> no, I know nothing. <laughs> just smiling as I usually do.
0: Okay, just uh, guys, if you haven't noticed, uh, Hesser knows nothing. <laughs> uh, do we have any any questions from chat regarding competitive Gwent? Like I, I could oh. obviously ask about the prize pool, but I, I think this is not your field of expertise. Maybe it is. I don't know. Because you guys announced some changes to the prize pool, is there a follow up to that, or is this how it's gonna be? Um,
2: no idea. Generally, like the competitive play uh, is not really the part that I have a lot to do with. There are different people that are taking care of that, and. Uh, why I can sometimes have some information about this, this isn't really something that I focus on. So a lot of my answers to those questions will be a blank.
0: <laughs> All right, Heser, anything from chat regarding competitive Gwent?
1: Uh, regarding the competitive Gwent, not really actually for now. Um, but I wanted to ask about uh, the tournaments, right? The upcoming tournaments, I, I know that you guys are Trying hard to you know to come back to the offline setup, but yeah, unfortunately the uh, pandemic is stopping us. Uh, but are there any changes um, in terms of, of that? And what about the the next open? It's definitely going to be online, right? Nothing changes. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah, for sure. The I right. mean, there isn't even any any date, any period of time for now that we discuss that it could be possible that we would come back to offline setup there. The only thing that we like are settled on is that it's definitely something that we would like to come back to. It's just that we still need to wait until it will be safe. And it's a complete unknown at
1: this point. Yeah, understandable
0: is there any deadline on uh the world masters one like by what time are we gonna say okay it has to happen online we can no longer wait or you guys don't don't really know yet
2: also something that isn't isn't settled
0: all right Mm -hmm. so if there is no more questions about competitive Gwent. Let's go to our favorite segment, which is the personal and community Q&A. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I saw, I saw the face. She's not happy. <laughs> she saw the questions beforehand. Um. So, so let's start with the Iron Falcon Knife Juggler. It's your own card. Um. So, um, did you choose the design yourself? Because you guys. Um, by that I mean, when devs, uh, you guys uh, have your own cards. Sometimes, do you have to pose before the artist? Do you have to provide like materials for the artist? How how do you get your own card?
2: Yeah. So generally, uh, I have chosen my card, but I have chosen it like I was offered that. I think between three cards. I think I could have also been Glynis, but I figured out I just want to be like a, a common card, <laughs> <I> not <don't laughs> the legendary fame. Uh, so this is what I picked. Also, it's it's from the brief. It looked fun because on the brief it said that uh, this the the character of this card is going to juggle knives. So <laughs> that's cool. Um, uh, but yeah, this this was a choice between a couple of cars that have been already. Th- there was an idea of how they are going to be looking, etc. What's gonna, going to happen on them? It was the only uh, only on the matter of choosing uh, which one. <laughs> I would I would like um, associate myself with. Let's put it that way. <laughs> um, I had to pose <laughs> in front of the artist.
1: Oh wow!
2: Actually, <laughs> super funny uh, because I I also had to go to the uh, office kitchen and pick a, a knife <laughs> so I can keep it between my teeth. <laughs> and uh, we we had some puzzled looks um, from the people that were go passing by. Uh, like we didn't spend infinite time over there. It's just that uh, the artist had to take reference photos. But still, uh, I had to sit on the barrel with a knife in my teeth and pretend that I'm juggling invisible knives. Yes, that's the thing that
0: happens. <laughs> oh, wow. I don't know why, but when writing but... this question, I instantly thought of that quest in Blood and Wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's the story behind the card.
2: And how do the employees get their own cards? Uh, generally, there is a list that you can sign up on. Uh, but aside from the list, there are also other ways for how you can get it. For example, we had like internal grand tournaments, uh, where the winner of it would get the card, <laughs> uh, or sometimes it's, uh, you can get it as a sort of reward. Let's put it that way for doing something for the team.
0: And yes. do you plan on. Adding this ability for, let's say, faction ambassadors or or prominent Gwen partners, at some point in the future, have you thought about that?
2: Uh, is this wasn't something that was discussed really. the The thing is that
0: um, sometimes it's a touchy topic. Yeah, understandable. <laughs> it also, you know, I also asked it out of the blue, so I, I completely understand that there is no prepped answer for that. Um yeah, it's not about that. It's just that uh, it's. Uh, I I think. Uh, Anna yeah, Rose. Anna
1: froze for a while, but.
0: I mean, she's obviously posing for another card right now. <laughs> it Did I cut part? or not?
1: Yeah. Okay. Now you're back.
0: You're back.
2: Can you hear me or
0: not? Yes, we can. Okay.
2: Cool. My my network has died for a moment. Okay, so generally the thing is that to actually make those, can you hear me or not? Because I can see it dying again. Uh, For artists to actually paint someone as a card, you need really, really good reference photos. And usually it's best if you just have this person available, if you can take photos of them when my card was worked on we were still back in the office so that wasn't an issue and also like it's it's just something that puts a bit of pressure on you to just catch this likeness and uh it's complicated <laughs>
1: yeah but like immortalizing the winner of the master series on a card as a reward for example that'd be something that i think some people would fight for Definitely.
2: i can pass the idea on
0: <laughs> all right but i st- I still like the legend uh, of MacBeard being the combat engineer of course we know that it's not true he explained that in detail uh but we still like the legend <laughs> but I have a follow-up question, because you said you did have to pose. Um, what about the voice lines? Do you guys also create your own voice lines? Because I know that Pavel did, obviously.
2: Uh, yeah, uh, I didn't create the voice line because it's uh, recorded differently, but I have created the sounds that the card <laughs> just makes, not the voice lines, so like those ha 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 that happens over there is really me <laughs> uh, that was very
0: awkward to do <laughs> but the effect is spectacular we, we we love those cards and we love figuring out who's who like for example when one of the devs like, comes out of the shadows and you know makes a twitter account we're like yo yo i know this guy he's an account <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah. uh, like like Remy, right? Remy uh Nowakowski, I think uh, the uh, art uh-huh, director. Yeah. yeah Our, like, art we, director, we figured it yeah. afterwards. that he's yeah, the Karak like Marine. Pirate yeah. Marine something. Yeah. yeah. I mean to be on one card with Gonter Odim, that's one hell of a privilege. Oh literally. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Hesser, your turn.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm going to start with the uh, with the community question here, with the chat question about the uh, extended arts as loading screens, because uh, nowadays we have like a poll of those arts right in the game. But do you consider uh, adding more to the loading screens?
2: I do not have information about this, but if it would be my guess, then yeah, generally uh, when there is time to do that. Uh, and enough resources, uh, probably there are going to be changes to that.
1: All right, yeah, makes sense, right? People love big arts and they are gorgeous in Gwent, definitely. So uh, why not add more? All right, but um, what can you tell us about the community management team? And how many people are on board? Right now we know that there's the team is getting bigger and bigger. And who are responsible for which platform or community group? How does it look like the, you know, the labor division and stuff like that?
2: So generally, um, there is like, let's say four people that are taking care of various parts of, the community management, as you understand it as an actually uh, engaging with the community, but there are more people that are also working with the com- within the community team. Like for example, people that people that are working for the videos for us, etc., and all of the like art stuff that we're also using. Uh, but within like let's say the the four of us that are talking, uh, you have Pavel, who is uh, our glorious leader. Uh, at least in this area, Um, he's uh, taking care of just helming this entire thing and uh, show, like, finding the general direction. Um, He's doing his own stuff right now, like also TWIG. Uh, He's taking uh, part in a lot of meetings about development, etc. He's taking care of all of the -the behind-scenes stuff, like the tournaments, uh, the communication that is going much, much further in time, uh, like a super high level planning. uh, But also he's checking obviously like all of the channels that we have and he's keeping an eye like what is happening. So uh, he's he's just this guy that is trying to keep this all together and and just uh, have this ship sailing. there is also uh, like the guy that you know as Thor Serpent uh, who is Vlad. Vlad isn't really the from the four that I was talking about because he's our live ops director, but uh, we're also working closely with, with him. He's uh, like also one of the people that is uh, determining the direction and that is very active like on his private, uh, let's say, socials, but still connected to the Gwent Matters. Uh, he's, for example, like um, uh, leading uh, initiatives like the tournament platform, stuff like that. Uh, there is Mateusz, uh, who is taking care of the newsletters that you guys are getting and some other stuff, but I don't want to get into detail over there. Uh, but he's also like taking care of the, the tournaments, the play, etc. Mm-hmm. There is Ryan. Uh, Ryan and me have very similar responsibilities because we're the people that are posting on Twitter, on Facebook. We're the ones who are posting the articles. Uh, when there is something that we just need to communicate quickly, etc. Uh, We're also taking care of all of the DMs that are coming in on those channels and generally like scavenging the the web for the info and the the remote corners where you can find the community, Uh, but also uh, preparing new stuff like uh, coming up with new ideas, like obviously uh, let's say uh, We have this more hands-on, immediate approach, let's put it that way. And we can raise the ideas that will then be taken higher. Obviously, everyone in our team has the voice to say something, to come up with something. It's just that we all have our corners (laughs) in which we are the most comfortable, let's put it that way.
0: All right, awesome. Yeah, um, I have I have two follow up comments slash questions on that topic. Uh, you 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 talk about Vlad. Uh, just a <laughs> suggestion, guys, if you ever design a card for Vlad, he should be a vampire. I love this guy, guys. Command of language, like his vocabulary. He is the next Vincent. I'm telling you. <laughs> just just if you ever need a card, need a new vampire, ask Vlad. Uh, and you said about you know managing Twitter. Can we expect more initiatives like Shoop taken over? Just, just, just <laughs> this more, more, more fun stuff on your Twitter?
2: Uh, it depends if, if, if it's generally like the, the time to be a bit silly, you can expect silly things from us. There were some silly things happening on our Twitter. <laughs> so there is going to be more.
1: <laughs> well, the, the April the 1st is coming up soon, so we can expect something, I
0: guess. Oh, yeah,, Maybe. oh yeah, <laughs> I, I hope it's gonna be something semi serious so that everyone is gonna flip, everyone is gonna lose their mind un- until they realize, oh, it's April first
2: <laughs> I don't know if we can pull it off to surprise people at at the April first,
0: yeah <laughs> I mean, but even disregarding April first th- there were some glorious moments on on your Twitter. The fourth most play, played leader was amazing. I love that. Like everyone was just losing their mind after that COVID. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what else we have, Hesser? Uh well, I wanted
1: to ask specifically about your previous experience at CDPR because um, this is not connected with the question we have, but something we talked about before the podcast. So, um. Why did you actually? Yeah, what were you doing before? Maybe let's start with that one and then uh, I'm gonna ask another one. Yeah, let's start with this one first. So, what was your first position
2: at CDPR or before? Before, yeah,
1: yeah, at CDPR. Yeah, let's start with that.
2: Uh, I started as an art QA for Gwent.
1: So,
2: generally. my area of responsibility was checking that uh, all of the cards are looking nice, all of the boards are looking nice, and all of the other things are also <laughs> looking nice. No, but in detail, like really uh, all of the parts of the cards that uh, the card has to go through. So, like starting from the process of painting it, um, we as QAs are part, we're part of the teams. Right now the structure changed a bit, but I won't talk about it. Uh, And a QA in this team would just be part of the process of making whatever is being made at every point. So I would be going to the meetings where we would be looking at the sketches of the cards, and we would check how it's going, then how the animation is going, uh, the VFX. Uh, the sound effects, etc. Just every layer that creates a card, for example, we would have to be involved in, and then afterwards also check it in the game itself. But it also comes for for the leaders. Uh, it also goes for the boards. Like literally everything that almost everything that you can visually see in the game was needed to be and is still needed to be checked checked by aqa
0: okay right, since it know. was your responsibility there is there's a story that i want to either uh I, I want you to either confirm or decline um draco III, the legend has it that somebody just found the art lying around and they decided this is it we are going we are going to do this but it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't like a whole process that the card was just lying around on somebody's desk
2: it's not working that way, really. <laughs> okay. like, there are some cards that are that have been made before. Uh, because, for example, there was idea to make uh, some kind of card, usually from the early days of Gwent. But in the end, it wasn't actually produced. So there are parts of it that are, that are actually finished. Like, usually, for example, the 2D art for such card. So it's not really that it was laying around on someone's desk, but the, it, there is a strong possibility that it, it was just an asset that was created but wasn't used before, uh, and it finally found its home.
1: Nice, but we can keep this as a romantic legend.
0: Oh, yeah, <laughs> <They're> just right <laughs> next to MacBeard and Combat, Combat Engineer.
1: Yeah. All right, awesome, awesome. And And what did you exactly decide to, to change the position to move to to comms team, for Gwent. I mean, I mean, uh, it's, it sounds like a lame recruitment question, but I'm just <laughs> little. I'm just curious, honestly.
2: So the thing is that uh, I actually was, and I still am, a part of a card game community where I was pretty involved. It was just a very different game. Uh, and I figured that it would be cool to do it for the ones that I'm actually working at. <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, like I, I've always liked the idea of being in touch with community. Even as a QA, I was always like checking what is happening, what people are thinking, uh, to just have the general idea and be able to read the room better., uh, so it was close to me. And then when there was there was an opportunity to to try to recruit to this position and uh, for it to be actually like a part of my job, mm-hmm. uh, I figured that that might be a good idea.
0: You said awesome. that you were a part of a different game, like community in a different game. What game was that?
2: Yeah. Uh, Magic: The Gathering. I am a judge. Okay.
0: <laughs> It's okay with me. Like <laughs> some some people may may flip upon hearing that, but at least it's not Hearthstone.
1: <laughs> uh, say what? What what word? H word? <laughs>
0: yeah, the, the H word. It's unheard of. <laughs> um, but do you actually play uh, uh you know Gwent?
2: Yeah. Yeah, generally I do. It's not very often because these days I I actually do not feel like playing a lot, uh, so online at least uh, I, I'm, I'm more sticking to my own stuff and uh, reading books playing Stardew Valley, but if I feel mm-hmm. like playing online, uh, I do play Gwent and also I try to play it uh, like still as a habit to just know how it's going from my own perspective too. So it's not only that I'm hearing from the community what's happening with the game, but I also have the opportunity to actually see uh, what's new, how it's going, how it feels to play. So yeah, still trying to keep it.
0: Yeah, I, I decided to ask because uh, other than the testing phase uh, complaints, we also often hear about, you know, all oh, the devs are not playing the game, yada, yada, yada. So I thought, let's ask about that.
2: Oh, no, we we absolutely do play the game. And I know quite a handful of devs that also just like to play the game in their free time as as just a pastime, as just a regular user. And when something looks that it's wrong or unpolished, like, sometimes uh, we don't want to overreact, right? because we can hear the voices of people that are saying that uh, something is wrong uh, when it comes to balance, something is overpowered, etc. But we also would like to see for a while how it's being tackled. Is it really overpowered or is it that uh, there just isn't an idea yet that could counter it? Or is it just a vocal minority, let's call it that way? So we want to actually make sure that uh, it's a problem before tackling it. And we're also trying to find other ideas how to tackle it. And when it comes to the things that, uh, like, sometimes there are small bugs, like visual bugs, uh, they happen. (laughs) Um, There isn't always, unfortunately, time to fix all of them but we're trying. It's, it's progressive, it's a lot of work, and each time, each month, it's a bit better.
0: Yeah, uh, understandable. Uh, when you said that, you know, uh, the community, uh, it, it's often a vocal minority that complains. Um, sometimes we just don't have the information, right? Because you guys have the data, you know what you're doing, and uh, we can just react based on our personal experience, which is not very representative which I know, you know, um, based on my own case, because recently I did decide to make a complaint on, on Reddit and instantly I got Mulligian on my back saying, actually, according to our data. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and the thing is that I, I think it's absolutely reasonable that people can be unhappy or that people can think that something is wrong and talk about it. That is that is okay, that is completely fine. We're here to have a conversation uh it's just that we're also looking at things that are actually happening and we have the data that is not available to people which leads to the conclusion so i understand both sides
0: really all right uh Hesser, back to you
1: all right so we basically talked a bit about uh, playing gwent but there's also a question about some other games uh which specifically but maybe some other card games as well and i mean my question would be uh, what do you think makes uh, Gwent different from the other card games? And maybe the thing that you like the most about Gwent comparing to the other card games, because I can assume that you probably played some MTG as well, maybe some other uh, CCGs too.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, are we talking mechanically or well, just, visually?
1: You know, whatever you like. <laughs>
2: so, generally, like for sure. Uh... Gwent has the privilege as being being like the digital card game to have its art fully exposed, right? It's actually like one of the uh, ideas behind our visual side of the game that the art should be least possibly obstructed because this is something that the entire team was always really proud of and this is one of the things that we're happy to show to the world and we we have like a... There is a great quality in, in creating that. Uh, so this is something that is different. I haven't seen really another digital game, uh, that card game that would have this... Attention to detail and this sort of distinctive look, art look and style. Uh, but when it comes to like mechanics, um, Gwent is absolutely different from whatever else I know. Like basically, I have played. Like I think for physical card games and three digital card games and only Gwent is the Gwent is the only game where you don't actually attack your opponent. You win in a completely different way. Like sure, you have games where you have alternative win conditions, but in Gwent alternative win condition is the main win condition. <laughs> you can have on top of that some uh, fancy techniques like milling, etc. But it's not about like hitting face and the points. It's it's sort of like more strategic. Uh, it's less about chancing and your luck. You still have to have some, right? You still cannot draw the things that you would like. You can still not find them in your mulligans. Uh, but still, it just feels that you have more control overall.
0: Actually, um, one more question regarding that topic, Um, is it part of your responsibilities to play other card games? And I'm not talking about you, specifically about people at the office in general. Do you guys have to play other card games just to see what the competition is doing?
2: No, no, it's not something that we have to, but we're curious anyway. Like, it's good to know uh, where you are, right? Because let's not kid ourselves. Like you need to have some kind of knowledge about the the world that you're living in and what are you surrounded. Because if you don't, you may just like be left behind. So it's yeah. not the responsibility, but it's just the same thing to do to know what are we um, up against. <laughs> let's put it yeah. That way,
1: more of a natural thing, right? Rather than the. Uh
2: yeah yeah we were always on the lookout for ideas and uh, to see how other people are tackling the challenges that they have but like i mentioned this game is pretty specific so honestly a lot of issues that other games for example technically have to tackle we have completely different problems that we have to come up with Solutions ourselves.
0: Um, there is one question that we did kind of skip, but I would like to um, circle back to it. Um, how did you join CDPR? Did you did you have any affiliation to the Witcher world that did you know did you know about? The, of course, you did know about the books because I imagine every everyone, everyone in Poland know, knows about the books. Uh, did you read the books? Did you play the Witcher games? Or maybe maybe uh, were you even involved in making the Witcher games?
2: Uh, I've played The Witcher games. Uh, I've spent an obnoxious amount of time playing The Witcher 3. uh, And I really didn't want to leave that world.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You are not the only one.
2: (laughs) But it was uh, actually a couple of years before I joined the company. And uh, I don't know, honestly, uh, I have always had respect for this company. probably still before the time that i have been playing witcher just about the time when there was like being a bit louder about them uh there might be a bit of like um local pride about this that there is a great company around uh, and because like game dev was in my area of interests and card games in general were in my area of interest i figured that i can give it a try and join be a part
0: of it okay you said that you have an obnoxious number of hours in the witcher 3 all cards on the table how many hours are we talking about i don't
2: know <laughs> I wasn't playing via Steam, so there was no one counting it for me. But I can tell you that I forgot to eat. I have uh, usually wasn't fully uh, like rested because I wouldn't sleep late into nights. It wasn't healthy.
0: <laughs> I mean, for a community manager, that's a perfect answer. Oh, you, just, you just maneuvered around it perfectly. Oh. So, so well done. Uh, Heser, what about you? How many hours in the Uchi
1: I'm not sure, but over 100 for sure. I'm, I don't know exactly, but... Oh,
0: 100? These are rookie numbers. <laughs> you have to pump those numbers up, my friend! Like, I, I have about 700 and that's not a lot in the Uchi 3. Jesus
1: or... Christ. <laughs> this is... Talk I mean, about I... unhealthy things. But...
0: Unhealthy. I have more hours in Gwent, and don't ask me about my Path of Exile hours because that's just that, that, that's unhealthy. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything anything from the chat as uh, as of this point, Hesser?
1: Yeah, well, I have a couple of questions, but I think we can uh, keep them for for the very end.
0: Okay, so there is one topic that we absolutely have to discuss, and we discussed it with uh, every developer, er, er, everyone with any kind of affiliation to SuperTrend. <laughs> We even talked to Anna Poddvorna about it. Uh, CoffeeGate, the the infamous investigation into Pavel's claim to make excellent coffee. We remember about that tweet, so uh, we, we keep investigating, we keep digging. So we right now we know that there's two teams within the company. <laughs> team number one is everyone can make great coffee with a good machine. And the other team is Puja is the best barista on this side of the Pontar. What, th- what team are you on and why?
2: Uh, you're, you're absolutely not going to be satisfied with this answer, but I don't know because I actually joined the Buja's team after the lockdown, so I didn't have an opportunity to know his great coffee-making skills. <laughs> <laughs> but I can tell you that you can make a really great coffee with, uh, with the machines that we have at the office. <laughs> yeah, we even have like a, a blend. That is made specially for us from a local uh, roasting place, so it's pretty awesome. We're spoiled.
0: <laughs> I I can sense Bouja, you know, being at your door tomorrow with, with this <laughs> equipment and showing you how it's done.
2: Depends on the weather and my run.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, okay, moving on.
1: Okay, we'll get back on that question then. Oh yeah, oh, oh, the always, future. always. <laughs> we still
0: need to get Austria on the show. We still need to get a couple of other people. So uh, we'll dig deeper. Always go deeper.
1: <laughs> All right. So now there is going to be a question about the faction. And there was one in the chat as well. So uh, what is your favorite faction? Why it's Snoofgard, Kappa. Uh, and also, we won't mind hearing about your favorite archetype card, voice line, and so on. So just tell us. Well, we talked a bit about it, right? It's something distinctive, distinctive um, characteristics of Gwent that you like. But, yeah. What about the faction?
2: Actually, I think it might be card. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Because, uh, just because they have spice. I really like spice and the mechanic of spice. Um, I, I, I liked it even in like in the early version of the game, where the spies basically just draw you extra cards. Uh, but what is happening with them now and how it evolved is just plain awesome. Uh, so yeah, Nilgurt, uh, especially with their character and the backstory <laughs> is pretty awesome. Uh, I really like the, the trickster kind of way that this faction is playing with, always stealing stuff, always <laughs> always trying to play the opponent's hand better than they do, etc. <laughs> it's just funny. <laughs> so yeah, uh, then I probably, like, my, my favorite uh, mechanic would be uh, assimilate and generally, like, the hijinks with using the opponent cards. Uh, what was next?
1: Uh, the next one would be, for instance, uh, the voice line.
2: Ah, uh, the voice line. Uh, actually, I think that my favorite voice lines are uh, from a leader. <laughs> I just oh, yeah. like the, the, the Dijkstra voice lines. Oh, yeah, <laughs>
1: Dijkstras are awesome.
2: The, yeah, they are great. All of them are great, really. Uh, <laughs> my favorite one is probably the most offensive one.
0: Let's hear it. Uh, sorry let's hear it do your best
2: oh no no i won't <laughs> you, you won't make me you, you have to settle for my awkward sounds that i make when you play my card <laughs> <laughs> the extent of the sounds Um <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, there but...
0: was somewhere in between there was a question about your favorite card if there is one
2: Uh, I think that I can tell you about the visually my favorite card, which would be the Crow Mother. I am generally a huge fan of crows. It doesn't have to do a lot with the fact that there is like a lot of them living nearby. (laughs) I I love them. They're great. Um, So yeah, uh, this character was super cool. I remember uh, watching it being made. Um, I remember how it was painted it was awesome at all stages really and it creates crows (laughs) it creates crows it's friends with animals what is there not to like
0: yeah absolutely gorgeous art oh yeah i i remember um before the expansion was properly announced we just saw the art I think it was revealed during one of the opens or it was used like a background or something
1: yeah for the roadmap
0: oh yeah so, something like that and i, I just remember oh, it, it's awesome it, 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 was, it was looking great already yeah I, I wish the card was being played more a, a little bit like it's, it's being played yeah,
2: it's a bit of a shame that it's not really played <laughs> that's, that's the most popular art archetype but it still has a place in my heart
0: <laughs> uh moving on and this is actually the last question on our list but as we already know there are some questions from chat uh there is something that um that has been continuously asked and that's the voice lines that are supposed to be in elder slash North guardian how are they made? Like, who's responsible for this? Who's writing them? And and how are they being written considering that this language doesn't really exist? Is this one of the responsibilities of the infamous internal lore keepers?
2: <laughs> Why
0: infamous <laughs> people just
2: trying to do their work? But uh generally uh the the voice lines it's that are meant to be an other, it's kind of a forgotten knowledge. Like, I cannot really answer you this question. Uh, I think it still carries over from The the Witcher uh, series. Uh, Because like, we we are still very closely tied uh, to that line of games. And we're still getting a lot of uh, inspiration from there so it is quite possible that this is just something that we got from there and honestly looking at how consistent it is probably it has been created in the form of mini language but i have no idea
0: and will translations ever become available
2: forgotten knowledge maybe our <laughs> internal archaeologists that are close friends with the lore keeper we find it (laughs) but until then it's forgotten knowledge
0: it's somewhere on the scrolls yeah because it is quite interesting you hear a line you think it's a great line but it could be the, the stupidest thing ever and you just don't know
2: it's about how it makes you feel you know you can hear uh eredin Ed saying something and feel like yeah we're going to conquer the world or you can you know think that he's being silly and being like i don't know he loves squirrels
0: tree is his pet yes, some of these lines are pretty good and you know you saying it's all about how it makes you feel some of the north Guardian lines they make me feel like i want to you know walk towards the next person and whisper the north must be destroyed <laughs> <laughs> without any context whatsoever you
2: achieving what it was meant to but maybe you shouldn't do that
0: <laughs> uh,
1: okay, Heseryski boy yeah, knowing Weisenberg that would be some sort of a pervy context but you never know <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's right, not so yeah. talk about that
1: yeah, yeah, let's keep that let's I'm that. not
0: the guest here
1: <laughs> All right, so yeah, we have a couple of questions. They are not, they're likely connected with the comps, but still, let's let's try it. <laughs> so uh, the first one is about the uh, faction challenge events, right? I remember that uh, some of you guys were talking about it, but there was a question if we are seeing the faction challenge events coming back, or is there going to be something else instead? What do we know about that?
2: Uh, for sure, we're always looking at finding new modes um and just giving people something to band together for uh but for now it's just being reviewed there isn't any estimated time where it would be reintroduced how it would be reintroduced or something like that but for sure uh we're thinking about having something in that vein all right
1: all right we know that you know Slama also Uh, mentioned some additional mode as well. We know that there is going to be draft mode developed as well. Uh, But and possibly, right, there was a question about that, and possibly I think that Arena mode is probably not coming back, but maybe you can tell us something more about it. Is draft like the definitive uh, replacement for the Arena mode?
2: Yeah, this is the direction that we would like to go in, starting from now on. All right. Uh, Arena wasn't really... Well suited for our game. I know it had its fans. Uh, It's I know that people could enjoy it, of course, Uh, we're not discarding that at all. Uh, But we would just like to come up with something that would fit the specifics of our game. That's why, for example, in draft, you actually pick like a couple of cards, because this is how our game works. It isn't really based on singles it's actually based on synergies that work with certain cards. So we would just wanted to make it sort of building blocks that are still... The the pool of those building blocks is still wide enough so it can be interesting and you have actually multiple possibilities how to play it, how to build it. Um, But it's still going to be more consistent that way and we believe that it will be overall better than the old arena was it's just a matter of adjusting it and actually like refining that formula so it like works as intended
0: yeah when, right. when you ask about the new game mode i internally palm because we told you forgot to ask about the golden necker <laughs>
1: Yeah.
2: Golden Necker is a sweet sweet mystery.
0: I mean we, Jason already leaked that um you know you are working on some event involving the Golden Necker, but I guess you can't tell us anything more.
2: Absolutely not.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Face. All
1: right, but there is there is hope. But there is hope.
2: I can promise you that actually it's going to be much better for you and much nicer surprise to just learn about it in your time. Mm-hmm. Honestly, yeah. really, we're going to make a cool thing. We're going to make a cool campaign that is going to be around it and explain everything that is going to happen. And really, it's. It's just a nice thing to go through. Like for example, I love like season spoilers for the same reason, because I just like to learn the mystery piece by piece. (laughs) And I think it would just ruin a lot of fun to just spoil it.
1: Sweet.
0: Yeah, understandable. (laughs) Looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, this is something definitely to look forward to.
0: All right, we also have
1: some questions about the, the game itself, um, I mean, the mechanics and some visuals. So uh, the first one was, will you make the play button art change to the player's favorite card, for instance, instead of being Ireden or something like that? Is is it something that it's discussed among the team, changing the visuals yeah, I of the button? Heard about it. All right.
2: Which doesn't mean that it's not going to happen, but it also doesn't mean it is going to happen. I I just have no knowledge about it.
0: I'm just going to say that as somebody who's played a lot of Unsimulate, that Yordan is fucking offensive.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yordan is cheat. Yeah, let's be honest.
0: Like (laughs) the, I think the ability should be rewarded to something like cancel the entire round. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> melee do nothing range cancelled around <laughs> moving on
1: yeah there's uh, one more about the borders of the card right uh, one of our viewers asked if there would be a possibility to hide the card border leaving the art revealed for instance with only the number and flame that is something
2: I have no idea. Again, this isn't something, um, like, I I can only pass the idea on generally. This is as much as I can do it in the instance of stuff like that. uh, Because I won't hear usually about things before, long before they would be announced. And also, sometimes even if something is happening, uh, inside of the teams that are developing those things separately, uh, it's going to take some time before other people will catch any drift of it. So I can only say that uh, I, we can, we can talk about it. They can bring the idea, but I have no idea if it's anything that is being talked about or developed.
1: Sure. Sure. Uh, and, you know, Bouja was also talking about that, but uh, just to make it clear for for our viewers right now, uh, do you think that Gwent could handle being split into two formats? Like, you know, the all-in, like the full format of all the cards um, and uh, like a standard mode or something like that with the rotation, with the rotated set of cards?
2: This is, again, something that is up to designers. So right. I don't really feel like I I have any expertise to talk about this. Um, generally, uh, I have no idea if there are going to be any sort of rotation or any sort of modes that would be higher in a similar matter. Uh, but like, there is always something happening. There is always something new that is coming, maybe at <laughs> some point as well.
0: Who knows?
1: We can expect everything.
0: All right, guys, we are approaching the two-hour mark. So, Heser, we have time for one last question.
1: Oh, man, that's some pressure. I don't think we have uh, such a significant question from the chat to ask as the last one. I would just rub it up here. Right All right, here. so
0: in that case, is the shameless plug section <laughs> of the podcast. So, Anna, if people want to ask more questions about Gwent... Or learn more about the game or about your job where can they find you uh,
2: you can find me on twitter and you can also find me on discord i'm a part of the gwent discord server and i'm over there as anna chinchilla <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right awesome all right. i also added uh, the link to forum where you can find Anna's profile and all of the replies and messages and posts oh, yeah. so This would be also awesome.
2: a I, I'm also a reddit lurker. You can also <laughs> find me over
0: there <laughs> I think I think uh, Pavel exposed all your Reddit accounts and, and Twitter accounts and everything else <laughs> during today's twig It was all on the screen. I think I mean I'm-
2: I'm
0: not really secretive about it.
1: All right, Hesser. All right. So as usual, um, you can find me at twitch.tv slash Hesser Tavern. Recently came back to streaming. So if you want to play some uh, competitive decks, and uh, if you want to, for example, listen to some nice voice lines, talk about Gwent and other card games and everything else, whatever comes to your head, jump in and uh, I'll try to make it an interesting ride for you.
0: Okay. Thanks. Uh, As always, I'm not going to promote myself because you are already on my channel, Uh, but I'm just going to use this opportunity to remind you guys that if you want to stay in touch off stream, you can follow us on Twitter at Novigrad Podcast. And that this episode is going to be uploaded on YouTube, Spotify, and a number of other platforms either tonight or tomorrow. With that being said, Anna, Hesser, thanks for being here. Really, really appreciate it. It was a great episode. And thanks, thanks guys. And chat, thanks for being with us. Thanks for asking all the amazing questions with we'll you guys during the next episode. Enjoy the rest of your evening. See you guys later.